Now, Backyard Millionaire. How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. Here's your host, Chris Story. Somebody asked me earlier today, Chris, what are you going to talk about? And I, I gave him two answers. Morning in America and morning in America. What? Yeah, two types of morning. You get to choose. Is it morning in America? Or are you mourning in America? I hope you choose that it's morning in America and that you're not mourning in America. <laughs> okay, don't overplay it. Don't celebrate it. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, look, I want to read a text to you. So I texted a friend the other day, and I respect him immensely. He's got a major business in multiple states, manufacturing, sales. I mean, this this guy does it all, and I respect his opinion. And I asked him the other day, I, I asked, are you optimistic about 2024? Not politically speaking. I'm talking business here. Are you optimistic about 2024, or are you trepidatious? That's the exact quote. That's all I sent. Here's his exact answer, and this is somebody that we can all learn from. This is somebody that's a leader. This is somebody who is doing it in America today, has been, will be, is going to be going forward, somebody that's doing great things. Here's the exact answer. Optimistic, two exclamation points. Not one, not an ellipsis, two exclamation points. Optimistic, no end to opportunities in sight, right? No end to opportunities in sight. So for that guy, it's morning in America. You might be talking to other people or you yourself might be thinking, oh, I'm morning America. I'm morning what was, opportunities are gone Look, here's what I truly believe, and I honestly, I believe this with the entirety of my heart, the entirety of my being, we are standing at the precipice of something great. This is a revolutionary moment in history. You and I are standing in the doorhold, on doorway, on the threshold, if you will, of something great, a revolution, a change is afoot. Or you can look at that doorway you can look at the threshold and look down at your feet and you, then you can look out in despair and mourn what was, what isn't, what won't be again. You can mourn for all of it or you can look out at the morning of America. And I'm telling you how you choose to look, the thoughts you think and choose and select to give attention to are going to make all the difference in your America, in America. The name of the show is The Backyard Millionaire. You may not choose, like my friend, to do business in multiple states. You may choose to not have um, many, many employees. You may not want any employees. You may not want a business at all. But America is your business. If you are a stakeholder in America. You're a shareholder in America. What happens in your backyard matters to you. 16 years ago, I came up with a little line, if it happens to real estate, it matters to you. That was our tagline. It's still true. If it happens in your backyard, it matters to you. 
truly what's going on where you are in your community should be paramount on your mind. You should be thinking about it. You have control. If you look across the political landscape nationwide, globally, you look across what's happening and you feel helpless, you feel out of control, you feel like voiceless maybe in the whole grand scheme of things, start looking closer, start looking local, start looking as close as your own backyard. The, the things that are happening, the decisions that are made in your backyard at your local level are going to have a greater impact today and tomorrow for your overall value, your overall net worth, quality of life, impact on you directly. Much sooner and much more resonance will those decisions have in your life than what is happening in D.C. Not to say that we don't pay attention. Not to say that we're unawares of what's happening in the halls of Congress. But pay attention to what's happening in your own backyard. It's morning in America. Great things, I promise you, are happening right where you are. Right now, there are people making a fortune. There are people going hungry. There are people thriving. There are people not thriving right here you get to choose you if you wear a red hat that says make america great again in the wrong neighborhood you might get beat down but what does great make america great again mean you get to choose what did barack obama's hope and change mean you got to choose it was it's almost like a looking glass if you look at making america great again as bringing back uh, pre, pre-civil pre rights America. Well, you're, that's not how I look at that. I look at making America great again as widening your opportunity to enjoy the freedoms built into the founding documents, built into our birth, the birth of this great country, which the birth rights, the rights you enjoy, are given and granted to you by your creator, not your country. However, we've decided to come together and establish a, a more perfect union to defend those rights, one of which is your Fifth Amendment private property rights, your right to be rich. A great Canadian said that. He wrote a book called "Born." You Were Born to Be Rich. He was fantastic. Bob Proctor. It's a great book, by the way. I highly recommend it. It took a Canadian to open our eyes to that, right? We were born with this. You were born to be rich. You were born to have what you want, do what you want to do, influence the people in your own backyard. Are you going to be like my friend? Are you going to be optimistic? Are you going to be somebody who sees the opportunity at your feet? One of my favorite people, Ella Wheeler Wilcox, said of this, it's it's a little bit of a rhyming couplet that, that comes to mind as I'm thinking about this opportunity you and I have here in America. Two men look out from prison bars One sees the mud, the other the stars. It is morning in America. It's morning again in America. Today, more men and women will go to work than ever before in our country's history. With interest rates at about half the record highs of 1980, nearly 2,000 families today will buy new homes, more than at any time in the past four years. This afternoon, 6,500 young men and women will be married. 
and with inflation at less than half of what it was just four years ago, they can look forward with confidence to the future. It's morning again in America. And under the leadership of President Reagan, our country is prouder and stronger and better. Why would we ever want to return to where we were less than four short years ago? Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines? Or heard the bellow of a diesel in the Appalachia Mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? You look with awe and wonder at her. Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a bright Nevada sky? Do you hail to the Columbia as you rush into the sea or are you headed Gettysburg? Our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons who watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in it? Why am I a reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, the might of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. It is morning in America. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm Chris Sori along with Mr. David Webb, bringing you what my mom calls the greatest show on earth, The Backyard Millionaire, How to Create Wealth, Where You Are with What You've Got. It's time for our Mortgage Moment. Stick around. We'll be right back with Rhonda Johnson. Remember, you cannot save your way to wealth, but you can invest your way to a fortune if you can learn to save. You're listening to The Backyard Millionaire, How to Create Wealth, Where You Are with What You've Got. It's time now for your Mortgage Moment presented by none other than Rhonda Jig Johnson of Cornerstone Home Lending, found online at rondajohnson.net. 
or you can do what I do, call or text at 252-5682, 907-252-5682. Rhonda Johnson, how you doing? Hey, you're doing excellent, Chris. Just trying to get ready for that stinking winter coming along. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. I, I've been uplifting people here so far. I've been building people up. I've been celebrating America and the greatness of America. And you start talking about winter? What? <laughs> I actually like winter, Rhonda. I do I do a lot of uh, writing, reading, and um, I don't know. I, I think winter is just a nice... Uh, nice change of pace from the 24-hour crush of Alaskan summers. Don't you agree? I I agree. It's just this time of year getting everything all put up and put away and winterized. And, right. yeah, so it's just uh, been a couple of busy weeks here trying to get everything all cleared out of the yard and ready for plowing that snow. <laughs> Lawrence Yoon is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. And by the way, don't, don't let these numbers or the idea that we're going to talk about statistics and uh, forecasting economics and stuff put you to sleep because we're going to talk about reverse mortgages with Rhonda Johnson in just a second. But Rhonda, so Lawrence Yoon is a well-respected economist. He's been the chief economist for NAR for, for years now, and he is suggesting that we'll see the interest rates peak out in 24, somewhere between 6 and 7, and then start to ebb down over the next several years between 5 and 6%. Um, with what you pay attention to, and, and I know you study the bond market and you subscribe to a lot of different experts that are leading you and your organization, does that ring true or what do you think? Well, from what I'm hearing, we're kind of expecting uh, maybe quarter two or three of next year to be somewhere in the fives is what they're predicting right now um, as we get closer and closer to the election. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, my fingers are crossed that they're right, and, okay. and I hope that that would, that would hold true. That'll certainly open up the doors for more homeowners. Um, but, yeah, I think that probably we'll, we'll see things kind of peak out here this year, and then hopefully we'll see a little bit of a, a slowdown on these interest rates and have them creep down a little bit. Reverse mortgages are not done that often in my world. I don't deal with them that often. I want to tell you a quick story. My brother has a friend who used to be, and we all know used to be don't make no honey. They just lie on the floor and do nothing no more. <laughs> However, he used to be in the mortgage world. And so he's advising people in his world. He no longer is, but he's advising people in his world. Hey, hey, when we retire, say in 15 years or whatever, we should get reverse mortgages and, you know, take advantage of our home equity and, and blah, blah, blah. And so it prompted me to start thinking about, I don't know that much about a reverse mortgage other than what I see, you know, Tom Selleck or Fred Thompson or name your actor on television who's been promoting them in the past. But would you just give us a thumbnail sketch of, before we get into who they're for, what is the basic outline of a reverse mortgage? What does it do? Mm -hmm. So, you know, with a regular typical mortgage, then you buy your house, we loan you the money to pay for it, and then you pay us back over time. Well, for people that have already paid off their home over time, and now they have all that equity built up in there, you could take a cash out refinance and pull some of that equity out. But then you're going to have mortgage payments again, right? You need to make those payments to pay off that mortgage. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the reverse mortgage is kind of the opposite. So we're letting the equity that you've built up in your home pay you. And it will pay you in a couple of different ways. You could get just a lump sum of cash. You could get a monthly income. So if you need to supplement your retirement income, then you can let your equity pay you pay you every month. Or you could get a line of credit. So I'm okay. I don't really 
necessarily need anything, but what if I do? What if I have a major expense or need a new car or whatever? Then you have access to that line of credit. You can also get a combination of any of those three. So you might say, oh, I need a little bit of cash in my pocket right now so we can go do this, but I also need a little bit of income. And I'd kind of like to have that line of credit for the just-in cases. And all of that gets calculated into how much you can get in a lump sum per month and on that line of credit. Um, another thing you can do, Chris, is you can do a reverse purchase. So let's say like you're, you, you've been in your large home with stairs for the last 30 years and you want to downsize, but it's not so cheap to downsize anymore, right? Those smaller homes are costing maybe even as much as what you have on your current home, but you still want to have a little bit of cash in your pocket. So you could sell your larger home, put some of the money, like half per, half 50% down on the new purchase, and then do a reverse mortgage on the remaining 50% and still have a little bit of cash left over in your pocket. So you can do it on a home that you own or on a home that you want to purchase. Or if you just don't want to spend all your cash, but you want to be debt-free from having a monthly mortgage payment, then you can put a portion of the cash down on the new purchase and then finance with a reverse mortgage the rest of it. Talking here with Rhonda Johnson, the queen of green at Cornerstone Home Lending. Rhonda, I'm confused. Um, Tell me the difference between a HELOC or home equity line of credit and a reverse mortgage line of credit. What's the difference? So when you take out a HELOC or a home equity line of credit, then what it's like a big credit card. So if you charge on it, you have to make payments on it. But with the reverse mortgage line of credit, you can charge on it, but you don't have to make payments on it. So your balance on the reverse mortgage is growing instead of decreasing like a, a forward mortgage. and But you get to have access to that equity and that cash without having to make the monthly payments on it. So y- you would base the decision on a combination, one or the other, or a combination of these opportunities with a reverse mortgage based on, I guess, your, your needs. Is this something mm-hmm. you would walk, if, let's say somebody calls you and says, look, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. Will you walk them through kind of a, a, not a needs test, but maybe kind of help them understand the, because this is still a little bit confusing to somebody who doesn't deal with this every day. You'll help yeah. somebody get to the bottom of this? Yeah. So for example, an example that I have is a gentleman that um, uh, worked for 30 years in his job and his only dream 30 plus years ago was to buy a little chunk of dirt on the river and build a little house and when he retired be able to fish out his backyard that was his retirement dream and he did it he bought his little piece of land and he built his little house and he worked for 30 years retired well little did he know that the property values alongside that river were going to increase the way Mm. that they did over the next 30 years so it ended up where his property taxes were more than what his retirement income was per year And so we were able to do a reverse mortgage on that in order to get him enough money each year to pay those property taxes and his homeowner's insurance and let him live out that dream of fishing out his back door every day when he wanted to. This is the backyard millionaire formula at play. This is beautiful. This is exemplar of two different things. Number one, living your dream and having real estate facilitate that dream. Two, it's having somebody like Rhonda Johnson in your own backyard, an expert in her field, have your back and uh, versus some, you know, it's calling some unknown national agency that you've never heard of and don't have a connection to. I love everything about that story. What I don't love is that it's a third 
piece of a puzzle we've already talked about a little bit today, which is what I just said, what happens in your own backyard relative to taxes and laws and legislation and rules and ordinances will impact you almost more than what's happening uh, in Washington, D.C. Anyway, that's off topic. Let's get back on topic. Rhonda, let's just say that um, somebody owns their home currently, has zero debt against it, wants to take their equity and uh, use it now in a big lump sum. How do you determine the present value of the property and what is eligible? Are they up to, can they take out 80%, 90%? How does that work? Yeah, no, usually about the maximum you're going to be able to pull out is around 50%. So, um, did, you, well, did you say 50 is in 50? 50. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute, because if you do a cash out equity refi, you can get up to what, 75? Right, but then you're going to be making payments on that, right? Okay, so on a reverse mortgage, it's 50%. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a good average. Um, and, and it just kind of depends on, on what, your, what your needs are. So, this gentleman didn't need all of that money every year. He just needed enough once a year to pay those taxes so that he could live out that dream. Now, one of the, uh, um, one of the uh, challenges that people have or a misconception with it is that, well, the government now owns my home and I don't. But that's not really true, Chris. It's you still are entitled to your home. You have a deed of trust against it, just like any other mortgage. And when you pass away, then it goes on to your heirs and they would sell it and pay off the lien on it and and keep the rest of the equity. So it's still your home, it's still your debt, it's still, uh, you know, uh, willable to your heirs. So there's no difference there, but there's there's been some misconceptions that now your home is mm-hmm. owned by the government and you're just living there free. But that's the reason why they only allow you to go up to about 50% of the value is because your mortgage is gonna be growing. And so, Everything is based on life expectancy charts, the current value of your home, um, how, how much money you want to pull out, how you want to pull it out in the lump sum or the line of credit or the monthly payments. So there's a big calculation that goes into calculating that. So everybody's story is different. Right now, there's some folks that, you know, credit card debts and stuff are in the mid 20% on the interest rates, and they just want to eliminate all that debt, and they just want to live off of what they have left. So a lump sum might be good for them to eliminate all other debt, and then they can manage everything on their own with their monthly income. Or maybe just the cost of living has gone up so much that your retirement income is not stretching as far as it used to, so a little extra per month would certainly help out your finances. Interesting. I've got a question. You've educated us many times on recasting. You can um, you know, pay down a, a a sum on your principal owed on a traditional mortgage and recast the notes such that your payments can go down. Can you over time with a reverse mortgage do the reverse, in other words, and actually, oh, it's grown exponentially in value see, since 2020, and that 50% I had leveraged against my, my home equity is now um, less than, what, 50% of the actual. Can you go back to the well and get another dip of equity out if you can establish that the value's grown? Yeah, so you you can kind of do that. So you can do a reverse refinance where, um, uh, and if you opt for the line of credit, that line of credit kind of grows with the uh, appraised values. Okay. So it's nice to have that line of credit off on the side because that value can grow. Um, But you can also refinance it for better rates and terms, just like any other mortgage. And at any point in time, you can sell that and you know eliminate the the debt, just like a regular mortgage and you can, um, um, you know, 
take the rest of your cash and move on and do whatever else you want to do next. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have gotten this education, Rhonda, and even more grateful that somebody listening who is in the throes of trying to make a decision can reach out to you at rondajohnson.net or call or text 907-252-5682 statewide cornerstone home lending actually nationwide but Rhonda can help you statewide here in alaska at rondajohnson.net Rhonda, thank you again this is incredibly helpful and i think i i, I really understand i have a deeper understanding of reverse mortgages thank you you're so welcome chris anything i can do to help Here's to the 100,000 people who I've met Here's to the 97,000 whose names that I forgot Here's to the 750 I call my friends And the one or two or three or four dozen at the top Here's to the sisters and the show-ups and the suits and all the grown-ups Little kitties come out barefoot tonight to play you're listening to The Backyard, a millionaire. How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. That's world famous Rhonda Johnson at rondajohnson.net. Thanks for being here. We're going to be talking about creating wealth and health and opportunity in your own backyard. We'll be right back. Stick around. I can make it on my own, but I can't make it. No, I can't wait for you to take my breath away. You're listening to on, not on Top of the World. This is Backyard Millionaire, how to create wealth where you are with what you've got. Either which way, I'm Chris Story, and you're in the right spot. Mr. David Webb spinning the tunes back up of the mothership, KPEN and KGTL AM and FM, courtesy of Horizon Wireless at 226-3130. If you, and, and please, reserve that number, 907-226-3130, only for those that want the best service. If you're happy with mediocre wireless, then don't call them at 226-3130. If you want the best and you want to leave everybody else in the dust, have you seen their new system? Their new, was it 500 MPBS? It's amazing. I mean, there's uh, trust me, it's, it's just on fire. And if you want faster speeds and better service, you'll do what I do. Call 226-3130 Horizon Wireless. Let's break down the word wealth. It's in the show name, right? How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. It's the subtitle to my book, The Backyard Millionaire, but what does wealth actually mean? Let's break it down. Wealth actually derives from Old English wheel, W-E-A-L, which means what? Meant what? Well-being or prosperity. So wheel evolved into wealth, retaining its meaning of abundance and prosperity. And I think it's really interesting, too, that it's also culmination with the Germanic word weila, W-A-I-L-A, meaning, or vela, vela, meaning also well-being and prosperity. So two cultures, Germanic and English, knew and understood that prosperity, that wealth, that abundance all come together and create one word, one way, one practice, and that is wealth. So what, what we typically say here on the program is that wealth should be heard as more than one word. Wealth, usually you should be thinking of wealth as health, wealth, which is your income, and prosperity, which is your income going forward without working for it. Just like Rhonda was talking about, the reverse mortgage type of situation. That's your, that's your wealth. That's your prosperity coming back to you in real time, and you don't have to go work for it. You already earned it, and now it's coming back to you. So is it mourning in America, or are you mourning for America? Theme of the show today, question of the day. 
I am submitting to you that it is morning in America. This is a great opportunity, nay, the only time and opportunity you've got available to you. This is it. This is the day. This is the morning. Are you going to be optimistic? Are you going to be out looking for what is right, what you can do about it, what you can do to make a difference? Or are you going to be sitting back, taking stock, and finding grievance with everything, everybody, every system? Look, nothing's perfect. This is the nearest to perfection you're going to find. I'm talking about America. Yes, there's a lot of problems, but guess what? You're the solution. I just received a book by mistake. It's called The Happiness of Pursuit. And I got it, and I was pretty excited, and I unwrapped it because I'd ordered a book called The Happiness of Pursuit. But not this one. This one's called Dave, by Davis Finney, PH, by the way. And it's like, this isn't the book I ordered. But I was intrigued a little bit. Um, subtitle is A Father's Courage, A Son's Love, and Life's Steepest Climb. And Davis Finney is a gold medal winning Tour de France racing bicyclist. He spent a career racing a bicycle over 20 years in the saddle. And his son is following in his footsteps. But here's the thing. Davis Finney has Parkinson's. And he's, he, he, he writes about, and again, this book came to be my mistake, but yet I don't think it did. Because he writes about in such a way that the best parts of his life were the climb. The climbing, and he was the worst at it. In other words, everybody else on his team, the United States team, was better at the climbs than him. He was better at the sprinting. It's what his body was built for. It's what he trained for. But as he looked back from his place of retirement, from his place of a diagnosis, it was out of his control, which led to neurological surgeries, brain surgeries, and neurological problems, and all that comes with that horrible diagnosis. He looked back over his life loving the climb. All of his best memories are from the hardest and most difficult parts of his race. The poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. There are many men who feel a kind of twisted pride in cynicism. There are many who confine themselves to criticism of the way others do what they themselves dare not even attempt. There is no more unhealthy being, no man less worthy of respect, than he who either really holds or feigns to hold an attitude of sneering disbelief toward all that is great and lofty, whether in achievement or in that noble effort which, even if it fails, comes to second achievement. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, 
who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. It's Teddy Roosevelt. Those are remarkable words that hold so much meaning yet still today. You truly do get to choose. Is this morning in America for you? Will you choose to look at what you can do about what's going wrong? Yes, there's plenty going wrong. But what are you going to do about it? You cannot save your way to a fortune, but you can invest your way to wealth if you can learn to save. That's a magical formula because in it holds the truth of America today and always. In the opportunity, we widen, we realtors take a pledge to widen the opportunity to enjoy your private property rights. We don't make your private property rights. We protect them. We defend them. We go to bat for them. And we, as a group, as a 1.4 million strong organization, defend and widen the opportunity for you to enjoy private property rights. There is no faster way to wealth guaranteed than real estate, than real estate investment. But I understand that you might know somebody who didn't do so well in that game. Maybe they lost something. Maybe they lost their footing. Maybe went through a difficulty in a market. And there are cycles and there are downs in every single market. I was just watching a video earlier today. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, Dave Portnoy. He does these, um, he's got the barstool uh, sports betting. Anyway, long story short, he does these stupid pizza reviews. One bite, everybody knows the rules. He does these insane, stupid pizza reviews, which are fascinating for some reason. But he's doing one of these in, in the Bronx or somewhere, and this guy comes up to him and he goes, hey, 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 I'm going to, I want to talk to you about a cryptocurrency. And he goes, get away from me with your cryptocurrency. And he says, no, get Hey, but the guy goes, oh, no, 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 he's trying to defend the crypto. And he's like, okay, fine, let me, I'll listen for a second. And, oh, yeah, you know what he describes to a T? A pyramid scheme. That's, that's what it is. Now, crypto may become one day as, as, a, as a, some sort of a fungible currency, a monetary plan which you can count on as, as a way of buying and selling and holding some money. But it's not a way to wealth. If you and I are hearing about a crypto today, it's too late. If we're hearing about, oh, get in now, get in now on the ground floor. No, it's too late to, to really hit it. But real estate is not too late, ever, because it's a cyclical market. It's something that produces cash flow. It's something that produces tax benefits. It's something that produces wealth in an incredible way. And it enjoy, you get to enjoy opportunities inside of real estate to add your own value. It's called sweat equity. There's, there's so much you can do with it versus trying to get in on some sort of a day trading opportunity, which by the time you've heard about it, is probably that ship has sailed. 
I mean, that's my take on it anyway. How do you know all this? What are you, some kind of real estate agent? Oh, he's a realtor. There is a difference somehow. <laughs> that's right, Gloria. You tell her. There is a difference somehow. It's our code of ethics. That's how. James Allen wrote a great little book. I hope it's in your library. It's called As a Man Thinketh. He wrote this in 1911 wonderful little book he also wrote uh, another what do you from it's always difficult for me to say i trip over it from poverty to prosperity that's another good one and then eight pillars of prosperity so i want to talk about those what are he he likens prosperity in business he likens it to building a brick house or a stone church and he says the process of building a business is a mental one Prosperity, however, like a home, is a roof over a man's head, affording him protection and comfort. A roof presupposes support and necessities of a foundation. And he says these eight pillars are the foundation for any business, any prosperity, any abundance in your life. And I think can take even further, and he calls this moral consistency. These moral consistencies can actually improve every aspect of your life, not just your business, but every aspect from your health to your wealth, your prosperity, your relationships, everything will be improved by these eight pillars. What are they? Well, you're going to have to wait a second. We're going to talk about that. Plus, I want to talk to you about hard money and how it ain't for soft folks. What is hard money? We're going to talk about that and why it isn't for soft people. Uh, plus, I want to get into a little bit about cash on cash return and your golden shovel formula when we return here to the Backyard Millionaire. Stick around. You're listening to the Backyard Millionaire, how to create wealth where you are with what you've got. I'm Chris Story, along with Mr. David Webb. He's your engineer and producer, spinning the tunes, thick up of the mothership of KPEN and KGTL AM and FM. You can find me online at ilovehomeralaska.com forward slash podcast. We'll take you right to this and all the other past episodes of the show. You're welcome to subscribe or follow the program as well. It's always going to be a live radio program. You know that. However, these shows do appear in our large library on iTunes. You can go to our website, ilovehomeralaska.com. I love radio. I don't know. I, to me, there's just something just electric about it that you just can't get out of a podcast, but hope it translates later into the podcast, what becomes the rebroadcast, if you will. Let's talk about hard money and how it ain't for soft people. Look, when you when you go after some hard money, it means from private finance, there's going to be a hard interest rate attached to it. There's no way around it. But here's the good deal behind it. It's fast, easy to process, and it, it just is it's more, it's, let's just say it's painless. I have loved over the years developing relationships with people for hard money. And there is a time and a place for it. Just a reminder, because I just went through this recently. Somebody did a long, it was, a, it was buying a house, used some hard money in a short term, and it was about 2% higher than the mortgage company. However, I'm telling you, it was 120% easier relative to what this person was trying to do, which is move from one state to another establish a beachhead, if you will, and then move into uh, the job, bringing the job and the career with them and establishing themselves. So it's just a great thing. In our pamphlet, if you will, or our booklet called 
the millionaire maker, we have in there, we prescribe a list of your team, the team members that you should have access to, one of which should be at least one hard money lender. And, and remember this as well. Why, why is a higher interest rate anywhere from 2 to 3% higher? Well, it's a lot of risk, and they do not have the federal government backing them. So individuals are putting their capital at risk and are not too big to fail. So they've got to have a higher yield, higher the risk, higher the yield. So this is why hard rates are higher than traditional mortgages and bank loans and so forth. But keep in mind, the rates may be harder, but the process is way way easier. James Allen wrote the little book called Eight Pillars of Prosperity. Again, he likened building a business to that of building a house. What do you need under a house? A foundation. You need a roof above it and you need a foundation. Well, the foundation of your business, the foundation of life, he likened to eight pillars of moral foundation or moral consistency. He said, if you, it's like cement in a foundation of moral consistency, these eight pillars. Here they are in order. Again, this is from 1910. I don't dispute or disagree with a single one of these even today, all these 113 years later. Number one is your energy. You got to have energy. It's a pillar. It's a, it's a piece of your foundation. That means your health, momentum, taking action, putting energy and vitality into what it is you do. Got to have it. Got to have economy. That's the second pillar, economy. Yes, thrift, but it goes hand in hand with generosity. So understanding economics, you don't have to major in it, but you have to understand it. You don't have to know, to, look at, you hear me talk to Ronna Johnson. I'm ignorant as all get out, but man, I know the right people. And I know a little something, something about saving. Actually, I don't, Tiffany does. And, and how to use the economy, use the economy, kind of look out for what's coming, forecast. All of that fits under economy. It's a pillar that should be in your in your life, underneath your house, of your business house, whatever. And again, thrift and generosity go hand in hand. You need not be wasteful. Also, you don't need to be penurious. You can be generous. Integrity, third pillar. Integrity, do what is right no matter what. No matter who's looking, do what is right no matter what. Have integrity. The fourth pillar, according to James Allen, is a system. Well, what's a system? It's a way. It's a practice. You got to have a system. You got to have systems in place. Great series of books by Michael Gerber called The E-Myth, Entrepreneurial Myth. And what he means to say is absent a system, your business is a myth. It's not going to happen. Nobody's born an entrepreneur. Nobody's born great at business. You need systems. Why can a teenager manage a McDonald's? Because of the systems in place. It's a practice, a way, a way of being. I don't think James Allen predicted McDonald's, by the way, in 1910. Um, the fifth pillar is sympathy. Hmm. What, did he, what do you think he meant by sympathy as a pillar of success, as a pillar of prosperity? Sympathy? Well, here's exactly what he means. Letting go of your ego, a lack of ego, a lack of arrogance, a lack of knowing everything, a lack of always got to be right. If you always got to be right, chances are good you're doing it wrong. And people around you don't have sympathy for you and don't want to tell you because they're afraid to. You got to have sympathy. I think that's a that's a 
in the subtext of all of this little booklet called the eight pillars of prosperity, this is maybe the, the most difficult one I had to put my head around. Like, what do you mean sympathy? Really had to think about that. And I, I titled it lack of ego, let go. Remember ego, according to Les Brown is edging God out, let go of the ego. Now I'm just hungry for a waffle. <laughs> let go of my ego. What a kid of the eighties. Sincerity. Obviously, that's an obvious pillar of prosperity, right? Being sincere, truthful, but not just truthful, because we already covered that with integrity, but being in harmony with yourself, being sincere, you, and only you can measure that. It's not something outside looking in can see or determine. No, it's, that's, that's right here, right? And I'm, you should know I'm pointing to my chest. That's right here. Number seven, the seventh pillar is impartiality. Non-judgmental. Don't don't judge me. Remember, that's like our optimist creed. Be so busy doing your thing and developing your own self. You don't have time to criticize me. Don't judge me. Don't judge anybody else. Be non-judgmental. This doesn't mean you don't have morals and principles and recognize right from wrong. It's a matter of sitting in judgment, casting aspersions constantly, criticizing. Paul Harvey was right. They've never built a statue to a critic impartiality. Number eight, the eighth and final pillar of prosperity, self-reliance. Hello. Can I get an amen? Self-reliance. That's personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. He goes on to write in this little pamphlet, which I'd love for you to pick up a copy and get in your library, is Eight Pillars of Prosperity by James Allen. He says, ultimate failure and defeat are inevitable where Moral principles are ignored or defied. With your Millionaire Minute, I'm Chris Story. A failure that led to an instant success. Imagine you're a co-founder of a tech company. Then along comes a market correction. You're shown to the door of your very own company, fired. The year is 2008. The economy is on its heels. What do you do? If you're Robert Wang, you get busy solving a problem. Robert and his wife were both busy professionals who didn't like to take time to cook. Robert Wang's solution combined the much-loved crock pot of America and his Chinese family's pressure cooker. The Instant Pot was born. There's a million ways you can respond to failure. Robert Wang's future was decided in an instant. From the Backyard Millionaire, I'm Chris Story. You know what adds two kinds of value to real estate? Pavement, that's what. Your property grows in value and you get use value. So why wait to sell? Add two kinds of value right now. Dutch Boy paved my driveway and to be honest, we can't believe we ever lived without it. That's use value. When we go to sell, because one day we will, the market's going to pay us back for the pavement. Call Dutch Boy for your free estimate today and get two kinds of value tomorrow. Dutch Boy Landscaping, your paving pro at 235-7140. No more rolling stones. Let Dutch Boy paint it black at 235-7140. Let me just tell you something. If this broadcast doesn't get nominated for some sort of an award, the whole system's rigged. I'll know it. 
What am I saying? I'm saying this is a great show, and I hope you're enjoying it. I'm Chris Story, along with Mr. David Webb. This is The Backyard Millionaire, how to create wealth where you are with what you've got. The golden shovel formula is your way to dig up a fortune in your own backyard in any walk of life. With your golden shovel, you and in America, by the way, you can start with nothing. Here's, here's something even better than that. You can start with less than nothing, like no thing, nothing. And with your golden shovel, you can dig your way to wealth simply by applying this formula. Here it is. Effort multiplied by leverage equals gold, period. The gold rush is on in America. In morning in America, the morning is happening now. Not wailing and gnashing of teeth. I'm talking about morning as in the sunrise, the beginning. Again, we're at the precipice of something incredible. People are waking up in America. Something amazing is just around the corner and you get to choose to participate or not. That's up to you. So the golden formula, the golden shovel formula is so simple. It is E times L equals G. That's effort times leverage equals gold reward. You can replace any, any word you want for gold. This applies to your health, your wealth, your relationships. And remember what Buckminster Fuller said, the difference between wealth and prosperity is that the wealth is what you've got today that you work for. It's the income coming in. Your prosperity is the amount of wealth you have going forward without working for it. And in America today, it is still possible for anyone to begin with nothing or just less than nothing even and build something incredible. Build something fantastic. Build a monument to this great country. Leave the fingerprints behind that you'll be proud of. And that can be something you build either with your hands or your mind. Who you influence and how you go about living your life today is going to make a big difference tomorrow. What Johnny Carson was asked, what, what do you want in your epitaph? And he thought about it for a minute and he's, oh, that's a hard one. He goes, oh, I know. I'll be right back. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to be remembered about you? You really can make a million bucks in your own backyard. I'm Chris Story. For all of us here on The Backyard Millionaire, I can't wait to see what you do with this great morning in America. See you next time.